0: guys welcome back to the garden podcast this is Allie, your host um and today we have a super special guest her name is caitlin and before i let her introduce herself um just want to let everyone know that we do have an audience uh (laughs) member tonight (laughs) an audience of one not you know this is not unfortunately we do not have you know a studio um as we are talking we're in someone's bedroom but you know it's fine this is the beauty of it um, yes so we do have one audience member so if you hear someone else's voice you know just know we are aware of said voice um, and <laughs> you know um, I'm sure there's gonna be some laughter in this episode because I don't think I've recorded a single episode without laughter but that's the kind of the point so without further ado I'm gonna in- let Caitlin introduce herself Hello,
1: I'm Caitlin. I am a teacher. I'm about to turn 26. Um, I'm new to Hickory, so pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And
0: that's that's about it. Yeah, yeah. It's, does 26 have like a, you know how like, 22 is your like Taylor Swift year. Yeah. Like, does 26 have that? I don't think so. I think that's the year that you get
1: old. I think Uh. like you're over the 25. Yeah. Because 25 is like quarter
0: of a century. Like, 25
1: is big. Yeah. 26, I think, is when it starts getting less fun.
0: Yeah. But then you got 30. Wait, when's your golden birthday? What does that even mean? Your golden birthday is like the year that you, like, if you were born on September 16th, your 16th birthday is your golden birthday
1: okay so 14 so i've I've passed
0: that yeah well
1: 26 is my golden
0: birthday so
1: that's why i could double it and just do 38 no wait double of 14 is 28 yeah that's what i said that's what i said (laughs) um i just want to
0: specify that i teach social studies um not not math math. (laughs) okay cool well you know so two more years you can double you can have a double golden birthday yeah i love that it's like a double rainbow Mm. Good stuff. Mm. But yeah, 26 is my golden year. I love that. Uh, my next birthday is 25, so I'm pretty pumped yeah, for yeah. that, too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you for introducing yourself. Um Caitlin and I met, gosh, like, it's not even been a whole year. No. Not quite. No. Because I don't think I met you until, like, probably December of last year. Yeah, I think my first... My first
1: week at Salo was in the gym, and it was mm-hmm. week two, so it was, like, November. Right, or... but
0: I don't know that I, like, talked to you that first week. No, definitely Cause not. Because I kind of feel like I saw... Caitlin is very tall, and she has blonde <laughs> hair, and I remember seeing this, like, super tall blonde girl, like, kind of come in and out, in and out, but, like... She kind of dodged people like she was like, she was like an in and out, you know, like she came, she went, she came, she went. And then finally, one day you had had COVID. That was, I met you after you had COVID. Yes, 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 yes. So you had had COVID, you were wearing a mask Mm -hmm. and... I was like, oh, I'm going to go talk to this girl. Yeah, like, you came <laughs> up to me and you're like, "Do I need to cover?" Right? And, I was like, uh, <laughs> and no. you were like, "No, I'm only wearing this because like I don't want to get Allison sick because Allison, was our pregnant. yeah, mm-hmm. Allison was pregnant. Allison is our pastor's wife, um, and so she was super pregnant at that yeah, point. Yeah, she was. And you were like, "I'm just like, I'm just. I had COVID. I'm just trying to be conscious of her. But like, and then yeah. you took your mask off, and then then we discovered we went to the same college. We, we literally." have basically the same degree well i have the degree that she's teaching i have a degree in middle grades ed for Mm -hmm. social studies love seventh grade she teaches seventh grade it was like this like weird instant connection i like took her i got her number like instantly and then i kind of you know harassed her for the next two months probably um but you know what it's all worth it because it has led to this exact moment
1: Yes, how beautiful that is. True. <laughs>
0: yeah, um, and Caitlin just got married, which is also super cool. Yeah. Um, and it's just been like a super fun, sweet season. Yes, um, and this will kind of just kind of before we we're not going to intro what we're talking about quite yet. Um, but just a little teaser of what was <laughs> to come. What is to come, I guess I should say. Um, when we decided we were going to record this episode, uh, I typically ask the people that come on, you know, I want you to pick the topic because like, I'm here every week, but you're not here every week. So Mm -hmm. I want you to pick it. And she was like, thorns. And I was like, Ooh, okay. And she was like, I've just gone through a lot of thorns recently. And I was like, Ooh, okay. Like, cause uh, several episodes back we did one on pruning and like Mm -hmm. that one was such a good episode. But it was a hard episode and I'm like thorns like what's good about thorns and so we started like kind of thinking about that and then she texted me day of and she was like actually it's not thorns it's um budding budding I almost said blossoms (laughs) budding um and so that's what we're going to be talking about today is budding and what a bud is and I I mean I don't even fully know where she's going with that but I'm pumped to hear it um But before we do that, I have three questions that I ask everybody that comes on the podcast um, just to kind of, you know, get to know you a little bit, kind of see what you enjoy doing, what you do with your time, what your interests are in some respects. So first question, you need to be honest, even if it's brutal. What is your most used app on your phone? It is 100% Instagram.
1: Okay. I love the gram. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. And honestly, I can like half chalk that up to Sailor church. Yeah. Because I do the gram. Exactly. So
0: like, uh, and I, might I add, the gram looks 10 out of 10. Thank Since you. Since you have taken it over.
1: Thank you. Thank
0: you. Um, it has dramatically improved. Thanks. For I, the better. I
1: appreciate that. The <laughs> well, words of affirmation are big for me. So me too, actually.
0: And that. no one ever... Like very rarely. Uh, I'm me gonna make about. a mental note of that. Yes, thank you for mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Instagram. Yeah. I feel like that's ev- like 100. 85 percent of people.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, is Instagram, but a lot of times people are not like they don't want to be like, oh my gosh, I've been on social media all the time. Like, I think it's I think it's music or. Sp- yeah. But honestly, mine definitely is Spotify. Like I spend so much time on Spotify, and I really try to limit my social media consumption because I think it's mm-hmm. like. A healthy thing to do, yeah. But it's, I still spend it's so a lot much time.
1: more. You can yeah. see
0: like recipes. You can get yeah. workouts. You can right. do the whole thing. It's and a whole then, thing. and I don't have TikTok, but like Instagram has these like reels, which is yes. basically t- I mean they are like reposts of TikToks, yes. yeah. And they're hilarious. They are. I love the dog ones. Doesn't matter what kind of dog one wow. it is. You're I just so love the dog awesome. ones. I love that about you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. Good answer. Good answer. Um, next question is, what is the most recent book you've read? And this can either be like a chapter book, a physical hard copy book, which I know you love, mm-hmm. or it can be like a book in the Bible. Okay.
1: So I'll answer both. Right okay. now I'm in um, Psalm. So that's mm. what I'm reading right now. But chapter book, I had a bad week last week. It was just a long one. So Sunday, not Sunday, Saturday, I sat down and I read the entire book um, called... A shot at normal it mm. just came out in um november maybe september september sounds more correct and it was just about like the anti-vax population mm. with measles and how that oh. is um becoming worse apparently yeah i didn't really know what to expect when i saw the book it was just like you know when you go in the public library and they have the new releases mm-hmm. i was like well, let me snatch a couple of these and so that's right. that's what i read
0: was it good? It was fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so, would you recommend?
1: Um, I mean, it was fine. I don't know. Okay. I don't think I would recommend it. I feel
0: like you keep saying it's fine, so yeah. that's not a recommendation. I don't think I would recommend <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then finally, the last question, which I think is my personal favorite question, is what is the last song that you listened to?
1: Um, the last song is Fullness by Elevation.
0: Ooh. Yeah. I don't I'm really bad with like song titles. Okay I yeah. probably know it, but like I'm really bad with the title. But off the top of my head, I don't know that I know that one. Which it's, is it's good. It's been speaking to
1: me. I would like sing you a little little ditty to mm-hmm. yeah. remind <laughs> you, but we're being recorded, so I will not do
0: that. <laughs> okay, we'll do that after. You go. Um Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, um, for all of our listeners, all five of you. Um <laughs> You know, Caitlin a little bit more. Um and with that, I guess we'll just kinda like dive into budding because you know, this is the garden podcast, and like some episodes are very pretty directly related to a garden and some are not. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one very much is like yeah. budding definitely happens in a physical literal garden. Um, but i mentioned interested to kind of see like where you take this, because like I said, this is this is pretty unscripted not a lot of thought has gone into as far as yeah. like us talking to each other about what's going to be said. Yes. So yes, let's just buckle in and get going. Yeah. Okay. So when we talked about this
1: on Tuesday night, um, mind you, it is now Thursday. So yeah. two days <laughs> um, I was like, yeah, thorns. that's so cool. Like that would be such a cool topic. And it was, de- de- it was me. It was totally me. It wasn't mm. God. It was like, yeah, I'm going through this thing. God mm. just gave me the word warrior. Like that would be so dope mm. to talk about. And so we were going to do it Wednesday. Mm -hmm. We decided not to, a.k.a. me. I decided not to. It it wasn't sitting right, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I was like, you know, I just need to spend some time with the Lord and um, see what He wants me to say, because that's like, you know, the whole point. Right. And so (laughs) (laughs) this morning I spent some time with the Lord and... He was like, you're not going to talk about this thing that you think is so cool. Um, you're actually going to talk about the eight years that you spent as a lukewarm Christian. That's what you're going to mm. talk about. And I'm like, oh. Ooh, I'm
0: already dope. Dope. so excited.
1: Dope, dope, I love that for me. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about. Um, so, to start, I am going to read you. This is from Crazy Love, and it is a definition or one of the definitions of a lukewarm Christian. So, um, Francis says that lukewarm people don't really want to be saved from their sin. They only want to be saved from the penalty of their sin. They don't generally hate, genuinely hate sin. They aren't truly sorry for it. They're merely sorry that God is going to punish them. Lukewarm people don't believe in this new life that Jesus offers is better than the sinful one. And that hit me because mm. for eight years, I mean, that is, that was me. Like God was this get out of hell ticket. He wasn't the my father my loving father mm-hmm. you know what I'm so yeah let's bring that back to the beginning so in 2003 I was like seven and I barely remember that it was 2003 but that is when I felt the emotion I felt my heart was gonna like beat out of my chest mm-hmm. I don't remember the message I don't remember the pastor I don't even remember I mean I don't remember much I just remember like, my heart was going to literally be out of my chest. Mm-hmm. And so I went and talked to the pastor. I did the whole thing, said the prayer, did the baptism. And I remember first hearing from the Holy Spirit when I did something, when I was, like, sinning. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, like, that hit different. Mm. So I vividly remember these things, but I never had a foundation for my beliefs. So, like, I never opened my Bible more than a handful of times. I never spent time in prayer, And one of the things I've learned recently about prayer is that when you are praying, you have to give time back to God to answer. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you're having a one-sided conversation, Mm -hmm. and you're not learning that person, and they're not giving you what you're wanting to receive. Mm -hmm. And the only time I really spent in prayer was a couple nights when I needed something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So this,
1: like, image that I had of God as a seven-year-old was this almighty powerful being that was going to bring up this list of sins that I did in my life, but I wasn't going to hell.
0: And that Mm. was the key point. Mm. So
1: like, no matter what I did, I was good. Mm -hmm. And so I had that mentality of, I'm going to be forgiven. So like, it's okay. Yeah. Okay. So fast forward. Um, okay. Four years later, so I'm like, what's 7 plus 4? 11? <laughs> good job, good yeah, job. Thanks, thanks for the math, I'm redeeming myself. Um, so I'm like 11-ish at this point, and we start to go to a new church. And this new church has this awesome youth group. And at this point, I'm going into the 6th grade, so I'm able to join youth. And, um, I mean, the pastor was on fire. Like, he was totally after God's own heart. And when I think about a godly marriage, I still think about him and his wife. Mm, like, man, yeah. they are just good people. Yeah. Um, and so I had this awesome youth group, um, but I still wasn't reading my Bible myself. I still wasn't spending time in prayer. And that's no one's fault. I mean, people told me to. Like, people always tell you to, but mm-hmm. it's it's up to you. Right. 100% right. you have to take actions for your own whatever. Um, and so... I went to these different youth programs. I went to the retreats. I went on the missions trips. And so I was receiving from the Lord a couple times a year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's like that family member that you don't really like that you see on Christmas and Thanksgiving yeah. and birthdays. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> that was God to me. That's how much I saw him. Mm. Um, so he was still like this being that was gonna get me out of hell. He wasn't this father that loved me that Died for me, um, and I still didn't see it that way. Mm-hmm. So then I turned sixteen, and I got my license. Mm-hmm. And this particular night, it was New Year's Eve,
0: Ooh. and this is like <laughs>
1: this is like the staple of where the this is where it started. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah. Um, like you
0: can go back and literally pinpoint the moment where there's like a clear like fork in the road. Yes. And I chose the wrong, the wrong curve <laughs> for sure. So,
1: um, and that is so funny because, like, the house that—okay, not the fork, yeah. but there was a fork <laughs> in the road, right? No, right. <laughs> um, but so, I was supposed to be going with my best friend at the time. Um, I was supposed to be going to a lockout at Youth, mm-hmm. um, but instead, this group of friends that I was starting to interact with—they um, were having a New Year's Eve party—and they're like, "Come, it'll be fun." And that was the first time I ever got drunk. Mm. So that was a clear decision, like world versus God. Yeah. Um, And then I continued to like live in that lifestyle until about 10 months ago. Mm. So from 16 to 24. And I was in all the sins. I mean, I was in the sexual sin. I was drinking. I was doing drugs. I was doing it all. I was living for the world. But in the back of my mind, it was like, okay, it's okay, I said that prayer one yeah, time. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. No worries, I'm good. And that is such a dangerous mindset. Yeah. Because God has very, very descriptive things about um, the... Let me pull that up. About the lukewarm Christian. So, Revelations three fifteen sixteen. 16. I know your works. You are neither cold nor hot. Would that you either be cold or hot? So, because you're lukewarm, you neither neither hot nor cold. I will spit you out of my mouth. Mm. Like literally God wants to regurgitate (laughs) me out of his being for eight (laughs) years of my life. Right. Like that is, that's huge. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there wasn't this radical change in me. Um, I just continued to live in darkness. And eventually the, that eight years of darkness caught up to me to where I was like, I don't want to live anymore. Like Mm. being, being here is worse than anything that I would face on the other side and God was always there Mm -hmm. but I had put enough sin in between us that his whisper was so faint Mm. that it was almost unrecognizable yeah um and so all this darkness was like piled on top of me and then the world shut down Mm. and I sat 2020 (laughs) yeah
0: 2020 and And 2021 yeah honestly (laughs) honestly (gasps) <gasps> um, so
1: I sat with that darkness for a long time mm. until I randomly saw Sadie Robertson's book live. And I was like, I want to live again. Like, that's mm. what I want. So I opened up her book, read through that, started to finally open my Bible. Like, f- yes. yes. It's like when you see the movie and you're like, finally, you like, yeah. you got it. <laughs> um, and so I started to very, very slowly come back to all of those things, um, that I mean, I finally I'm here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then October came around and we met Parker again, and he was like, "Hey, let's doing this thing, like you should come." And um, <laughs> I was like, "I do not check it out." <I'm good." laughs> but praise God, like he, that seed was planted because yeah, here we are, and it's only because I was surrounded by these people, like people after God's own heart, that. I saw what true Christianity looked like Mm. because for those eight years that I was living as a lukewarm Christian, when I was living in all that sin, I went to campus church a couple of times. Mm -hmm. I claimed to be Christian, like the damage. Can you just imagine the damage that I have done to who knows who that I will have to answer for later. Right. How, how awful to be, to claim to be a Christian and then portray that when he offers joy, he offers such goodness, mm-hmm. and like that's what I was displaying, so, yeah, um, to finally be around these people and truly understand what Christianity was. I mean, like what an eye opener, what a game changer, mm-hmm. and so I recently just got rebaptized, October third, hello Woo-hoo! so fun, um, and so, yeah, and I was like, thorns, how can I what like what I know you have something for me?" And so I opened up, I was just doing dishes a second ago. (laughs) And I was like, just talking to the Lord about, you know, doing this podcast, right? Because we must do this. (laughs) And then he brought me to the parable of the sower. And this is from Luke chapter 8, 4 through 15. And it says, "Um, and when a crowd gathered, uh, sorry, I just lost it. Okay. And when a great crowd gathered, people from town after town came to him, and he said in a parable, A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell along the path and was trampled underfoot, and the birds of the air came and devoured it. And some fell on the rock, and as it grew up, it withered away, because it had no moisture. And some fell among the thorns, and the thorns grew up, and it choked it. And some Mm -hmm. fell into good soil and grew and yielded a hundredfold. And he said these things, he called out, He who hears, or, he who has ears, let him hear. And when his disciples asked him what the parable meant, he said, To you it has been given to know secrets of the kingdom of God, but to others. They are in parables, so that seeing they may not see and hearing they may not understand. Now this parable is this, the seed is the word of God. The ones along the path are those who have heard. Then the devil comes and takes away their word from their heart, so they may not believe and be saved." The ones on the rock are those who, they, when they hear the word, they receive it with joy, but there are no roots. They believe it for a while, and time and testing fall away. And this is when it hit me. He was like, these are those, these are those thorns that you've been looking for. <laughs> and as for the ones that fell among the thorns, they are those who hear, but as they go on their way, they are choked by the cares and the riches and the pleasures mm. of life and their fruits do not mature, mm. and that was 100% me. Yeah. I was being choked out by what the world was promising me was better than what God could give me, Yeah, and how wrong. Like, right, right. There is nothing that, okay, so Parker actually said this, so I'm not going to take this from him, <laughs> but he said this one time, and it really resonated with me, so I, like, keep it in, mm-hmm. you know, keep it in the dome, um, but he said he had never given up something to God that he wanted back or that wasn't replaced
0: With 10 something.
1: times yeah. over. Yeah. And that is so true. Like, I think about my old lifestyle, and so many people tell me, oh, my God, you changed. Like, yeah. you were so changed. And I don't – I mean, I don't see it all of the time because I lived it, I guess, mm-hmm. in progression. But right. there are so many things in my old life. Like, who—I who cares? Like, why would right. I ever want that – when I have this joy, I have this yeah. peace, um, it's just, like, I want everyone to experience
0: that. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: So, um, all five of you listeners, I'm going to leave you with something. <laughs> <laughs> this is, again, from Crazy Love. And it says, I will say it again. Do not assume you're good soil. has your relationship with God actually changed the way you live? Mm. Do you see evidence of God's kingdom in your life? Or are you choking it out slowly by spending too much time, energy, money, and thought on the things of this world? Mm,
0: are yeah. you? I mean, are you? Right. Yes or right. no. It's not hard. Right. It's right. So yeah. Yeah. No. That's so good. That <laughs> was just like um, I don't. Have you ever heard me talk about like the dump truck of love? Have you ever heard that? No. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I'm gonna tell you and the podcast because. Okay. It's really good, um, but I feel like you just, like, dump-trucked a lot of goodness, and I kind of want to dissect a little bit okay, of it. Yeah, yeah. But before we get to that, I'm going to tell you the dump-truck of love. Okay. This was, a like, a visual that was given to me in my summer camp days as a camp counselor, and it never gets old. It is so good. Um, but it comes from First John three one. It says, See what great love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God. And the word lavish literally means it comes from i think it's the french word vire. it's like l-a-v-e-r-e and it literally means like a deluge of rain it's like basically like a like a not a cistern but like a like a huge ditch of kind of like where water would collect Mm -hmm. and so um the, but the word lavish, like we don't really use anymore, or a deluge of rain, like we don't really conceptually see that just because of our culture today. Um, and so, the person that was like explaining this verse to these kids, he was like, I want you to picture this like huge dump truck that, like, you know, could have either, you know, dirt in it or rocks or like, you know, like the huge dump trucks that you see that carry like hundreds and hundreds of gallons of whatever can yeah. carry lots of things. He says, I want you to imagine that this dump truck is full of water because like that's what lavish means it's like a deluge of water he's like i want you to picture that this dump truck comes and backs up directly behind you like your back is facing this dump truck Mm -hmm. and the dump truck lifts up and it pours this water on you and he said you know there's not a single inch of you that is not covered Mm -hmm. in water yeah And so then he, like, reads the verse again. He says, see what great, great love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God. And he goes, so it's like the God has given you a dump truck of his love and he's just poured it all over on you. Yeah. And it's just such a powerful visual of, like, oh, my gosh, like, God has a dump truck of love for me. (laughs) Like, literally, like, there is not a single part of me that um, is, like, not drenched in his love. And, um... One of the first things that just, um, I, like I said, I'm going to kind of jump back and forth because there's yeah. a lot in, like, that dump truck of goodness. <laughs> um, and I'm I'm big on, like, little nuggets. Yeah. So um, something that you really, that, like, really spoke to me when you were talking is just the whole um, concept of, like, I think a lot of us have that, like, very young encounter of, like oh wow like this is the first time I encountered God and it was so powerful and it was so good mm-hmm. and like it marked you and I had a similar experience like I was five couldn't tell you who the pastor was I know the church I was at and I literally could like if I walked into that sanctuary today I could tell you exactly where I was sitting mm-hmm. Um, it was a very distinct yeah. visual Um, but much like virtually everyone else like that fire and that distinct memory like faded pretty quick. Mm -hmm. Um, And a verse that the Lord kind of reminded me of when when you were talking is like, uh, it's in Psalm. I have no idea. I think think it's 51 or 52, but I could be totally wrong. Might be 53, might be 107. I have no idea. (laughs) Um, But (laughs) the verse says, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. And um, I was in college one time and my college pastor was talking about how the Lord really wanted to restore our joy from that first encounter that we had with Him. And what happens so many times year after year after year is we get so jaded by what the world has done to us mm-hmm. and we get so caught up of what we have you know bought into from yeah. the world that we quite simply forget that first moment that we have with the lord Mm -hmm. and so um in college he was like i want you to pray for the lord to restore that joy and i want you to pray for the lord to restore what he did in you that day to then replicate for tomorrow and that like really hit me and like marked me and really um just changed so much in my heart because not like it's not like I had gone super far away because that really isn't my story like by the grace of God like I didn't yeah. do all of the things but I still very much have been in a, in seasons multiple mm-hmm. seasons of like lukewarm Christian yeah. and it's so easy to do and just like you said like like a, right when you said it the Lord was like Allie, I'm gonna restore the joy mm-hmm. that you had when you first met me um because it is so sweet and and like you were saying a minute ago you know it's like there's like since 10 months ago when you like were all in like you really honestly have not looked back and it's so cool to like be a part of that crew of people that has been with you the last 10 months and like genuinely seen the change in your heart and in your mind and how you literally walk, how you literally talk, how you think, you know, it is, it is such a transformation. And so it's just so cool to see, you know, just a little bit of that backstory of like how you got there. yeah. And, you know, just like, it's just super evident that you do spend time with the Lord. It's evident that um, he really has transformed your heart and he is day by day restoring what he first gave to you in two thousand and three, how yeah. many ever years ago that was, <laughs> um I guess uh, you know we can do math we cant seventeen wait. eighteen I surely can't <laughs> <laughs> it's twenty twenty one two thousand three was eighteen years ago um I'm also like really into the biblical significance of numbers, so I have no idea yeah. what any of those numbers mean, but I'm going to look them up later because okay. um that's really cool, but um another thing this kind of goes back to like the first thing you said um. From the book actually was talking about how um, we and I, I want to hear you like yeah. kind of expand on this but um, just the whole concept of like we want like the get out jail free card we we don't want the penalty associated with sin but we aren't willing to do anything else like it's mm-hmm. it like that's the only part that we want to focus on is like yeah. the penalty part and why do you think Like, do you think it's just how we grew up and we are so in the world that we can't even, like, rationally think, like, how God would see situations? Or, like, why do you think we are so worried about penalties and why do you think we're so worried about consequences but we really don't care how we get there?
1: I think that – I think for me personally, it was, like, I am – i'm human i am born into flesh Mm -hmm. like i am gonna sin might as well just do it up Mm -hmm. you know what i mean might as well have a good time while i'm here yeah i have this get out of jail free card right no worries like i'm gonna answer for these things anyways but that i mean why like why was that my mindset Mm. i don't know i think it's I think it's because I didn't spend time with the Lord. Like, mm. it, it was real to me, but it yeah. wasn't on a personal right. level right. real. Like, these sins that I was committing to this holy mm-hmm. entity thing mm-hmm. that didn't know me, I didn't know him, whatever, I, right. I I don't know him. Right. But, like, my Jesus who saved me, who I see speak to me in visions, mm. how dare I? Right. How dare right. I? Right. Right. You know? yeah. So, it's a difference in... Knowing him personally and spending yeah. time with him and being disconnected from who he is, mm, and mm. it's this—it is literally as simple as reading your Bible and praying. Yeah, like, right. Seriously,
0: right. It really is. Um, I it's back several months ago, I um shared at youth one week, and the Lord had given me this phrase like, "Life happens in the living room, mm-hmm. and you're sitting outside." Mm-hmm. And um, I like talked about how you know we we kind of like worship or not even worship. We spend time with the Lord in phases and in different capacities. Um, And I talked about how it's like really easy to worship. Like we, we can listen to worship music in the car or we could even go on Sunday and raise our hand. And like that's, like spending time with the Lord, but it's very surface level. It's like mm-hmm. if you are in your neighborhood and you're walking your dog and your neighbor on the porch who like would be yeah. God saying like, Hey, how you doing? And you just kind of like walk by and you're like, I'm good. Nice yeah. to see you. You yeah. know, but like there's really no connection there. Mm-hmm. You're just saying hello Yeah. and that's in, in worship, but and don't, don't get me wrong. Worship is important. Worship is what wins your wars. Yes. But, um, if that's all you ever do, like, you will never know the heart yeah. of the Father. Yeah. And then, you know, I kind of went on to talk about how, you know, praying is kind of like you're sitting on the porch with that friend yeah. or, of your neighbor. You know, yeah. you 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 know you you walk, walk by out, with the dog. Yeah. Like, you walk your dog, like, four days, and then the neighbor's like why don't you come have a cup of coffee? Yeah. Like, let's catch up, you know? And you say Do you say need anything? Yes. Are you okay? And eat, they're yeah. there. They're exactly. always on the porch. Right. They're always on. Exactly. And mm. so you go and sit on the porch, and, and like, prayer is important, and you get closer to the Father yeah. on the porch. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, what you tell your neighbor on your porch is not what you, like, tell yourself or what you tell your family inside a living room. Yeah. And um, so I went on to talk about how true life happens in the living room and true life and communion with the father happens when you open the word of God. And yes, if you go there, then you'll also hang out on the porch and, you know, pray and you'll also, you know, go walk around the neighborhood and sing. Mm -hmm. But if you are not spending time in the living room with God, you will never hear his heart. You will Mm -hmm. never see what he does or how he does it, or even like unexplainable things. Um, because you'll never actually know the heart of the father if you only ever hang out in the neighborhood. Yeah. Um, and so, it's so true. It really is that simple. And I think um, so many times it's we we tend to overcomplicate things. I think in general, in every scenario of our lives, we like make things harder and we try to you know come up with this like fourteen point plan when God's yeah. like just, just take a calm. step. Yeah. yeah just like. Just take a step. Like, I never asked for perfection. I never mm. asked for you to give up your life, like, as in, like, everything that you do. Yeah. All, I, I, all I said was, like, simply come and follow me yeah. and be obedient. And, you know, like, when you spend time in the Word of God and when you pray, like, I'm not saying your life is easier. In fact, oftentimes it will get harder in in ways Yeah. it's not saying it's easy, but there is this assurance of like, I'm never alone. I always know who to turn to Mm -hmm. and where to turn. And even if I don't have full confidence in a decision, I'm like, you know what? It's in God's hands it's going to be okay. Um, and there's just this like added layer of insurance that like is always there. Um, that is, is so rich and beautiful and sweet. And, um, yeah, it's just so good. But yeah, it it really is that simple. Just opening your word and opening the word, not a word, the <laughs> word of God. Let's <laughs> be clear about that. There's one book. Um, and you know, praying and seeking him and and worship will follow and, mm-hmm. you know, obedience and, and discipline will follow. But, um, that's that's really good yeah that is really good um i did want to read just because when i read this i was like oh my gosh like this is like so like and again i had no idea where you were going with the whole budding yeah but i was like i'm gonna look up what that word means um and one of the definitions this is just like literally the dictionary definition it's not some like you know from a christian book i get this is what the dictionary says budding means um but it says becoming larger as part of the process of normal growth Oh. Um and I don't know, just that whole like the part of that that says this is a part of the process of normal growth is budding. Um yeah. and when I think of like a tree um you know in spring and we're not in spring. We are it feels like in the middle of winter and it's yeah. fall because yeah. it turned real it was cold so real quick. Cold today. Yeah, it's like mm. like 30. I don't even know. It's like 30 something, but it's cold. Um but when I like picture spring in the, you know, distant future <laughs> Um when I picture spring, like one of the favorite things of getting to see in spring is like the new buds on the trees. Yeah. And what has happened prior to that budding process is all of the leaves are gone, everything was stripped from it. It's literally bare. There's no beauty to it. There's mm-hmm. literally nothing on this tree. Um but then you get to see these tiny little buds and it's like if you have one if you have like a tree like right outside your window every single day you get to see like incremental processes and it's like a tree like yes buds and there's you know growth happening but it's not like you have a full grown flower like in 12 hours the next day yeah it doesn't happen like that um and I don't know like there's just something so beautiful of that significance and just like that imagery of like this is a part of the process like this is not something that you're going to arrive at and I think you know if we're honest with ourselves and and I mean, you and I and everyone listening to this, wherever you are in your relationship with the Lord, like we are always being called deeper. Yes. And so there are always moments in our life where we feel like we're not doing enough or we feel lukewarm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I just want to remind all of us and I want to remind myself this of this is part of the process. This is Part of a process, like it's not the end all, be all. If you feel this way right now, go to the Lord, go to the Father. Open your Bible, pray. Go listen to a worship song. Don't beat yourself up over when in reality, like it's it. You're you're just going deeper. It's not yeah. that you were lukewarm. It's not that you were not on fire. Yeah, you are simply being called deeper. Now, yeah. granted, if you have sin in your life and you're like, oh my gosh lord forgive me okay go and do that yeah, and go then, that then go <laughs> <laughs> then go deeper um but you know it's so easy to get caught up in the thorns of the world yeah, and is. just get choked out mm-hmm. um it's so easy to just kind of have this mentality of oh yeah like it's fine like one little lie is not going to matter yeah. in the great scheme mm-hmm. of eternity like it's going to be okay and You know, kind of like you were saying, like, I can't even, like, it breaks my heart to think the amount of damage that I, like, did to the name of Christian because the people, if I said I was a Christian and I was acting this way, like, other people now think that's what a Christian is. And and I think, you know, I think that's important, you know, for you to acknowledge and recognize and rectify with the Lord, but also to, like, give yourself grace in that and also realize that, like, one, no one's perfect, but two... Um, We are just kind of all in this process. It's just a process of, and and that's what a bud is, like budding is a normal process of growth. Um, And so it's so cool to see what the Lord has brought you from and where he's taking you and where you are saying yes to the Lord and like partnering with him in that. Um, But it's important to remember you know in six weeks you could be in another season where you're like oh my gosh like I've literally not moved I am literally like in the same place where I was with the Lord six weeks ago like what's happened to me where did that fire go where did this go you know and it's like you know in the grand scheme of eternity like six weeks is literally you know 0.2 hours and if you look at a tree at three o'clock in the afternoon and at four o'clock in the afternoon there's going to be basically no quote-unquote new growth because Mm -hmm. it's just been such a small moment in time you know and so I think you know I just want to remind us and whoever is listening of the grace that comes yeah. with um, walking in obedience with the Father, and and again, that's not a you know a license by any means to go out and do all these crazy things, or even to go and lie, or to you know do all these little things. But I think sometimes we can kind of go the opposite end of the spectrum and really be so hard on ourselves yeah. because we aren't, you know. I, I mean, even I like I really do try to prioritize my time with the Lord every single day, and I still fall short.
1: Oh yeah, I you hit snooze a couple times
0: yeah like or you know it, and i've really tried to prioritize it being like the first thing i do in the morning and like a solid two to four times a week it doesn't happen the first thing that i do in the morning you know yeah. a lot of times it's you know at nine o'clock when i'm already at work and i'm holding a baby and she's asleep and i'm like oh let me just you know let me just read my bible paper today you know and like the lord still sees that and i still spend my time with the lord it, obviously it's not what i imagined it to be but I need to give myself grace in that moment because you know I might have been out you know doing something youth wise until midnight the night before yeah, and yeah. I needed to rest you know yeah, and good. and so I just want to remind us that grace is so there um and he's rich in mercy and and full in grace so um especially but, yeah you
1: three's out there that are making uh, a and we haven't
0: talked about that. yes. We haven't talked about the enneagram. Um, did you know the enneagram like before you met us? No. So okay. Never mind. I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> no. Okay. 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 <laughs> um, we we love ourselves a good enneagram number around here. Um, <laughs> actually, I feel like that's just the Christian I, like I like feel world Andrew
1: on my shoulder right now, <laughs> being like, "You really had to bring that up. Really, the enneagram. I feel him right
0: here." <laughs> Andrew we love you we do. um but it, and it's it's true like it's just a tool it's like we're not putting people in a yeah. box we're not identifying them as a number you are a whole person mm-hmm. you are a child of God and you are not only identified by a singular number um but it does help you to kind of see where natural pitfalls are for you personally yes um and your personality and so it is helpful but yes. I, I I totally see where you know I don't want it to all be a number Or about a number, but um, but yes, it is really easy to. And I don't I don't identify as a three, I'm a two, but um, I wing one, and wing ones are like perfectionists. Um, (laughs) There's some laughter in the room right now. I know you can't see it, but I just want people to know (laughs) there's laughter in the room. I don't know why we're laughing at this. (laughs) 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 anyways okay that was our laughter for the moment but um it's just really easy to to for anyone to check off boxes um and to you know only see and we talked about this kind of um in Anders episode talking about our like how we get our identity from performing and um you know a lot of times we it's, it doesn't even matter if it's a success or a failure. We I, we tack, tack that onto ourselves, um, and we just kind of, like, pick and choose, you know, what the Father says about us based on what we have or have not done. Yeah. Um. And that can be, you know, super damaging <laughs> because and, – and I feel like I say this all the time. I know I said this on the Inter's episode, and I say it a lot in real life, but – so many times we put on to the Father what other people have put on us. Um, and then we put on other people what only the Father gives from us. Yeah. And so we, we go to other people for the affirmation and the love and affection that only the Father can give us. And then we're, we get so jaded by what other people do to us that we put that jadedness onto the Father. And yeah. so it's really important... To not um, fall into that trap, whatever number you identify as, whether it's a three and you like live on performance and you always feel like you have to win and succeed and tackle every single, you know, list and to do and check off every single box, or whether you just love people to death and can't say no, like myself, um, or whether you are just like, you know, super intense and like to, you know, pummel people with words like eight, you know, or whatever, <laughs> whatever number you identify with, or if you're not, you just like soak into everything and you're just like, I'm gonna think about it. I'm gonna think about it. I'm gonna think about it. You know, um, whatever you identify as, um, it's really important at the end of the day to simply just go to the father and spend time with him. Um, because that's the only way you get to know anyone, whether this is on earth or, um, in the heavens with the Lord the only way you get to know the Father is simply spending more time with Him Yeah. Um, so yeah I think that's just a, a good takeaway a good budding um, of you know what what's kind of transpired in this conversation I've loved it it's been good yes. it's been great I feel like we've had some good solid nuggets uh, I feel like I got to, got to know you a little bit more um, do you have any like final thoughts that you want to say oof
1: final thoughts. Um yeah, if you're like if you're where I am if that resonated with you at all, just like dive in. Just spend mm. time um and that thing that you're going through, you will see victory at the end of it instead mm. of the hurt that you're feeling right mm. now. So just dive in and Yeah, that's good.
0: Yeah, block yeah. the other stuff out. Yeah, dive in is good. And really in any season when you're if you have this moment of like, oh, I'm not where I want to be okay so make a change right yeah, now yeah uh, I think it's so easy you know it, with it being like towards the end of the year you know and the whole like new year's resolution yeah. and like ah, you know what? I'm just gonna wait till January 1st I'm gonna kick off that bible plan mm-hmm. in a year I'm gonna read the whole bible in a year but I've got to wait till January 1st says you who you don't No. Yeah. start today yeah start tonight um yeah. dive in you dive know in. the lord has mm-hmm. yeah um I'm thinking the ocean song um Spirit lead me where my, where my trust is without borders. Yes. Let me walk upon the water. Um, stop, stop walking, or stop staying in the boat. Yes, walk on the water. Yeah, dive in, mm-hmm. say yes to the Lord, and spend time with Him. And yeah. it really is that simple. Yeah, it really is. Um, so yeah, thank yeah, you. No I'm problem. so, so glad this worked out. Yes. I'm glad that we postponed it a day, and the too. Lord wrecked our plans. Yes, um, because thorns are good. Well, they're not good. They're hard. Um, And I'm sure, you know what? Maybe we'll have an episode about thorns um, when we talk about, you know, thorns in our side. But um, this was meant to be. This was the Lord. And I'm super thankful and grateful that you came on and shared part of your story and were, you know, part of the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, Well, I think this has been... A great episode and we're gonna kind of i guess end it here but um tune in next week i have no idea who's gonna be on but um uh, we'll see you next week <laughs> bye <laughs>